Hello and welcome to the Blitz Business Development Show. My name is Mayo Best and I'm a business consultant and coach as well as the founder of the Blitz Business Development Academy. This is a show that provides guidance, resources, and access to best practices to help you advertise, manage, and build geometric profits. From freelancers and home-based business owners to startups and storefronts, you will learn how to start small as you think and grow big. Hello and welcome to the Blitz Business Development Show. I'm your host, Mayo Best. And today, we're going to have a special edition where we discuss the top seven steps to mastering mental change for business. Now, we've talked about uh, adapting or this idea of adapt or die, which is um, quite a... I would say popular term that you hear these days, especially as it relates to um, having the ability to adapt to the technological implications of the new emerging industries of our times. You know, the IoT, the um, which is the Internet of Things, for those that don't know, the artificial intelligence, machine learning, you name it, any of the uh, industries that represent the fourth industrial revolution. We're talking about a lot of times the implications of those industries on our modern business and even the way that we live and move throughout life in relationships. Everything is about adapting. And for those that don't adapt, they will tend to have a harder time and some will even perish depending on what we're talking about. However, as much as we talk about this need for change, And there's there's no denying that this is definitely an ability that we all need to be developing. Um, There's not a lot that you hear about how you change. How does one change their mindset? And let's not really kid ourselves. You know, at 30,000 feet, a lot of the digital transformation challenges that 70% of the companies are having when it comes to digital transformation has more so to do with the um, inability for companies to be able to adapt or change, okay, or make the mental change that the folks need to make in the C-suite and below in order to prepare the company, okay, to deal with the ebbs and flows of business. With that said, there are nowhere near as many, I believe, programs out there or initiatives to help companies go through those changes on an individual basis. And it does exist, don't get me wrong. We don't hear about it as much, especially outside of the different consulting firms that are charged with the task of deploying digital transformation initiatives for businesses. So today, what I'm going to actually do is I am going to make an attempt to help you guys to make these transitions, okay? How do you change? And today I'm going to give you uh, seven steps that you can use to make those changes. Seven steps to master, okay, uh, mental change. Now, before we do that, we need to actually set a foundation, Because I don't want to make assumptions about what you know and what you don't know. And we also want to have sort of a working uh, framework 
you know, or baseline to start with in terms of terminology. Because sometimes I know a lot of times we say a lot of things, but we don't always take the time to really dive into the meaning of the things that we are saying. So before I get to the top seven steps that you will need to um, implement change, let's start with a little bit of an understanding around why do we even resist change to begin with? Well, first of all, change is so difficult for us as humans is because I don't know if we sometimes take the time to realize, but in the last couple thousand years, people themselves have not changed that much. We still biochemically, physically, and otherwise are the same people in the sense that yes, there's some things that are different because of technology. And yes, there are things that are different uh, culturally um, as the world has evolved in that respect. But when you break down, you know, the whole fight or flight situation or rather or not, you know, we all can agree to a lot of social norms, like what's, you know, within some degree about right and wrong and things like that. We're the same people. So because we're the same people, nothing has really changed so much about how we are and how we move in life. So with that said, the truth is we really still are the same in terms of how our brains work about change. You see, we aren't really designed to do things that we don't like to do because a lot of times the things that we don't like to do, they're associated with pain. They're associated with pain. The things that we don't like to do are associated with pain and our brains are designed to resist pain and it is built into our programming mentally to keep us from really hurting ourselves or doing things that are not in our best benefit. So because that's the case, changing things are actually going to always be somewhat difficult, you know, when left to our normal programming, for lack of a better term. So what is required is that we have to basically, for lack of a better term, hack our programming in order for us to be able to change and do things that we don't really like doing or want to do. So it helps to understand that because of how our brains works, that's why we are having the emotional and even the psychological reaction to what we're being called to do in the moment. Okay. And it's not just the pain in terms of not trying to do things that doesn't feel good, that can kind of break off into other things like the security of doing the same thing over and over again and the amount of work that goes into learning how to, you know, get a process right when it may have taken you months to get things down to a manageable, you know, state that you may have started off struggling with. No one wants to learn a whole new protocol or new standard operation procedures for something to where, you know, it already took them God knows how long just to get, you know, the last protocol right. And 
that actually creates pain. That creates an anxiety. That's tension and stress that we don't want to deal with. Okay. So understand that it's okay. Right. It is a natural response that's coded into your brain that wants to keep you from experiencing the pain that is typically associated with change. And that is why we resist. Okay. Now, let's ask a different question. How do we embrace change? So if you want to embrace change, the very first thing you're going to have to do is make the decision to change. Because I think the best way to describe how this doesn't work any other type of way is by giving you this quote that I learned not too long ago. And the quote says, a person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. So a lot of times when people try to quote unquote, change your mind, (laughs) it doesn't work. It doesn't work because the more they try to change your mind and push you towards pain, Okay, which is really how that's translating to you. Change is translating in most cases to most of us as something that is painful to do. It's uncomfortable. And remember, our brains aren't wired to do the things that are uncomfortable. So the more someone tries to force you to change, the more you resist as a defense. You're defending yourself from the pain of change. Right? So this is why we resisted, and this is also why it's hard to embrace. But the only way you can embrace it is that you make the decision that is that 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 is what you want to do. So if you want to change, it means you want to accept the possibility of the pain because you are seeing a greater good, and that the pleasure response is greater than the pain or the pleasure that you are going to receive from changing is worth more than the pain of not changing. That's essentially what's happening. Okay. So in order for you to start that process, that really will start with changing your attitude, but we're going to come to attitude in a second. Because first, what I want to really tackle is moving beyond making the decision that you want to change, okay? You've come to the decision. You've looked at some of the variables, right? And now you've decided, okay, I I think that me changing is worth the pain of learning how to change because I see that the results of changing are going to be better than not changing. So now we come to mindset. Now, if you've made a decision to change, now we have to change your mindset. Okay. So now we have the question is, what is a mindset? Well, according to the definition of mindset, a mindset is a mental attitude. It is an inclination that is influenced by your perspective or your view. 
Now your perspective or your view is based on your thoughts. Okay? Your perspective, right, in the way that you are viewing something are based off of your thoughts. I want to make sure you guys are following me with that. Now, let's go a little bit deeper with that. Your thoughts are derivatives of your beliefs. So, let's take a step back, okay? Before you can change your mindset, I'm just going to do a quick recap here. Okay, your mindset is technically your attitude. If you want to change your attitude, right, about something, which is also known as your mindset, you want to take a look at what are your thoughts about the thing that you want to change. Now, if you change your thoughts about them, you're going to probably need to go deeper and look at your beliefs. Because everything that we believe, right, or everything that we think is a derivative of our beliefs. So what this means, guys, is that change has a lot to do with essentially what you believe about that thing that you want to change. And until you change your attitude about the idea of making that change, it will be very difficult, if not impossible to change because here's how it really works. When you have a belief, right? And beliefs are extremely powerful. I mean, your beliefs, folks, is essentially your core programming. And your core programming has everything to do with everything that you think and everything that you act out and everything that you feel every single moment of every single day of your life. So beliefs are extremely powerful. And the reason why change is so difficult is because When you believe something, folks, your core beliefs are dictating what is most valuable to you. And anytime we come into conflict with whatever your core beliefs are, you end up in this adversary relationship with yourself. And the reality is, and this is a crazy thing, your mind is going to make adjustments to help you fall back in alignment with what you believe. Even if you say something different than what you believe, your mind will find a way to get you back in alignment with your beliefs. Now that sometimes takes shape in the form of self-sabotage. Okay? Because your mind is not going to allow for you to do something that violates your core beliefs. So, your core beliefs are what you believe to be true. And so, your mind will put you back in alignment with what you believe at your core is your truth. I've seen this happen several times. 
and I'm hoping you guys are following me with this because I know this can get a little bit murky and complicated, but I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can. Now, with that said, if you're going to make the attempt to changing the way you see things, you have to understand, like I said, the power of your beliefs. Now, understand this. There are different types of beliefs, okay? You have your core beliefs that you tend to get when you're a child, right? From the moment that you're born, your parents or whoever raised you, they begin to instill in you your most powerful and most basic sense of beliefs around yourself and how you see the world. Now, those beliefs become reinforced on some level based off of your social construct, meaning your aunts, your uncles, and those other folks outside of your parents that begin to sort of socio-impose their beliefs, or in some cases, reinforce what you've learned from your parents. Okay, you know, you've got corporate beliefs, okay, having to do with, you know, the type of beliefs that the society basically imposes. So there's several different beliefs that will make up your belief system, you know, from childhood to adulthood. And this is why I believe that one of the most powerful things you can ever do, folks, is learn how to change your mind. Here's why. Because if we've learned nothing else in the last couple of years having to do with the pandemic, regardless as to whether or not you're a Republican or Democrat, Libertarian, whatever, the one thing that I think we can all agree on is the power of a narrative. If you want to control your narrative, you have to be able to control your beliefs, create new beliefs. How do you do this? And this is all having to do with changing your mind. Again, you have to change things systemically. You have to change things at their core if you want to change your mind. And the way that you do that, okay, yes, you start with attitude, being open to the possibility of change. It starts with you being possibly being open to the possibility of changing your beliefs or adding to your beliefs. You don't have to necessarily get rid of your beliefs because in some cases your beliefs are fine. It's just that the core existing beliefs that you have may not necessarily be able to accommodate the new changes that you want to make. So it's all right to add to your belief system, which of course will have derivatives into the things that you are thinking, the thoughts that you have. So you want to make sure that you are adding to the habits, okay, that will support and strengthen those new beliefs. Okay. So this is how, and this is, I'll say the premise 
that you need to basically accept, which is these this whole idea of changing your beliefs in order to change your thoughts. And then, of course, your actions will follow. So a lot of this has to do with bringing in new information. All right. Bringing in new information. Okay. To allow yourself to become open to new ideas, new beliefs, new concepts. And that'll give you the possibility to explore different perspectives. You see, the way that you may see something in the beginning may not be the way that you see it in the end once you learn more about it. You are not assuming what you know. You are learning what you need to know so that you know what you know. Okay, so, you know, ignorance a lot of times to a specific topic can really create a perspective and reinforce a belief that may not be serving you. And let's keep that in mind, folks. Every belief that you have is not necessarily a belief that serves you. You have limiting beliefs all day long, beliefs that really keep you back and keep you behind. So don't be so married to your beliefs that you believe that they are just all there to do you no harm or do you, you know, well and to take care of you. There are some beliefs that you have that are toxic to you, okay, that may be actually destroying your ability to learn more, to meet new people, to do new things and having fresh content, consuming more ideas, consuming more perspectives, different perspectives is extremely vital to allowing for your mind to have the food that it needs to not only feed a new belief system, but to get new ideas and perspectives to support the types of change that you want to make. So you can't keep doing what you did yesterday to get what you may want to get tomorrow. And the things that help you get to where you are will not suffice and take you to where you want to go. So this is why, you know, in order to get rid of this inflexibility, you're going to have to let go of the rigidity that you may already be keeping and holding on and sometimes fighting for. But the reality is, guys, whether or not you know this or not, or whether or not you like this or not, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. So don't fight for your limitations if you want to change. Because again, your ability to change and the power of that lies within you and you alone. Okay? So, with that said, I think we have a good foundational understanding about how our minds work, how beliefs work, and at its core, how we actually really change, you know, and what is required. But I'm going to give you these seven steps to kind of crystallize this for you. To give you some actionable steps to take away. And we'll start with step one. Step one is. Get crystal clear. On. What you actually. Want to change. 
Okay. You need to be clear on what you want to change about yourself. I don't care what that is. I don't care if it's gaining weight, gaining muscle, losing weight. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're trying to accomplish. If we're talking about business, maybe it's that there's a brand new, you know, standard operating procedure that is so different from what you used to do that you don't want to do it. You don't want to go through the rigmarole of having to learn brand new processes and steps because you've got so many different things that you already are having to do. Then the challenge in that case may be taking a look at that thing and trying to remove yourself from the emotion of how you feel about it, which is, of course, that you don't want to do it, and see if there are any benefits in it. There may be something in the new standing operating procedure that's better than what you're actually doing now. There might be more efficient. But you really won't be able to know whether or not there are any benefits at all unless you give it a chance. Look at it. Look and see that is it actually going to be worth your time to do this? And you may come to the realization that it's not, but you, depending on the situation, you may still have to do it. Well, what are the alternatives? Maybe the alternatives where you just don't work there anymore, but you might love your job. So you have to weigh <laughs> rather not that's worth it. Is it worth you not learning this new standard operating pr- procedure? Versus having to go and get a new job. And if you come to that you want to get a new job, then so be it. You have decided that the change is not worth the change. Okay. It's not about right or wrong. But if you want to change, I'm just trying to give you an example of how you go about assessing and dealing with yourself mentally by asking the right questions. And that's another thing I do want to add here is that you want to ask questions. Sometimes we're so quick to say no to things, right? Because we get used to saying no. Sometimes no can feel good because you feel like it gives you power over something. Okay, that depends on you. But sometimes that's just the case. But there's so much more power a lot of times in saying yes. In saying yes to something. Because whenever you say yes, you open up a million other opportunities of possibilities. When you say no, you close down any possibilities beyond that decision of no. So, number one, get crystal clear on what you really want to change. Okay? Number two. Create the mental space for new information. Now, this is going to start to get a little involved from this point forward. Because I really want you to understand what I mean when I say create the mental space. Creating the mental space means sometimes if you really want to um, deploy a radical change. You really like, you need to change something like yesterday, like quick, you need to create the capacity for that to take place. And what I'm about to give you in these next couple of steps here, um, is going to be a little extreme, but it's powerful when it works. I know it works because folks have actually created a program around doing exactly what we're talking about. And I'll talk about that at the end 
um, if you guys are interested in having some help with this. But nevertheless, creating the mental space means allowing for new information to take shape and form and root in your mind. Now, to do this, the first thing you're going to do, and this is the third step, you need to stop taking in negative content for at least 21 days. That's right. Stop taking in negative content whatsoever. And I'm going to give you a little reason why that's important. Negative content. And what do I mean by negative content? Let me be clear. Negative content is anything having to do with violence, anything having to do with killing, whether or not this is violent TV shows or having to do with the news, which tends to be nothing but a negative burger all day long. That's no news. No entertainment is negative. Reality shows cutting out all content of that nature, literally going on a content diet. In fact, I don't like diet, a content fast, okay, of negativity. This is important because it is not enough for us most times to just simply stop consuming content, okay, before we put something new in. You can't just put stuff new in and keep trying to pile it over the same negative content that is supporting negative beliefs. And that's the funny thing about beliefs. They work at a subconscious level. So they affect the way that you see and think about other things that you may not even realize are related to each other. Okay. So what I want you to do is for 21 days, stop taking in any type of negative content in any shape or form. So what are you going to replace that with? Well, I'll tell you. That leads us to step number four. Consume a daily mental diet of positive content at the top of your day and beyond. So you're going to stop taking in all negative content and start taking in positive content. Right? On a daily basis. Then you might be asking yourself, okay, so wait a minute. (laughs) In order for me to change something, you want me to first stop taking in negative content and only listen to positive content or watch positive content in its place. Absolutely. Now, the reason why this is important, it goes back to what I said to you a few moments ago. That when you bring in negative uh, content into your mind, you're also reinforcing negative beliefs. Okay? When you bring in positive content, you also are now going to be supporting new and positive beliefs. Okay? That's how it pretty much works. Now, I want you to, which is step number five, listen or watch nothing but content and perspectives on or involving the area of your life that you want to change. So I'll give you an example. If, and I'll use business, okay? I won't use something like losing weight since we're talking about changing for business. 
if what you want to do is start changing your mindset on, say, the use of technology or software, right? Because your job wants you to maybe implement a new software. What I want you to do is take that software that you want to learn about or the software that the job wants you to learn about. And I want you to start learning about that software, right? From different perspectives, meaning look at different software reviews on that software and similar softwares. So you'll learn about the capabilities of that software. You'll learn how other businesses are using that software. So when you're taking in content and you're consuming content on top of the positive content, that you are taking in, I want you to add this type of content that's going to be solely related to what it is you want to change to. And of course, in this example, if we're talking about some type of new software, your business or your job wants you to implement, okay, into your daily practices, then that's what I want you to do. Start learning about that, but stop taking in negative content along with it. Only listen to positive content for 21 days. Listen to software reviews, watch software reviews. Hey, if you want to reach out to the company, find out everything you can about that software and work on your attitude towards looking, seeking for the benefits that that software provides to you. Not the negative things that you don't want to do. Now, what will happen if you do this? All right. If you do this for 21 days, this will help you. So let's go to number six. Create a daily routine that involves you doing these tasks. So you want to create a daily routine surrounding the things I just told you to do, which were, I'll give you kind of a recap, which were, Taking in positive information, not taking in anything negative for 21 days. And by the way, folks, if you can exclude some people from this list, go ahead and do that while we're at it. I know in some cases you can't always remove negative people from your sphere. I get it. You do what you can and you avoid them as much as you can for at least 21 days. As much as you can within reason. However, the idea here is, is creating an atmosphere that is positive and conducive, right? And fertile for mental change. See, when you guys start listening to more positive things, you're going to start having or experiencing the inspiration to foster new ideas. Okay. That inspiration will empower you to think differently and as you're listening to people with different perspectives okay but in a positive way and they're talking about how they can and how you can and they're they're just feeding that positive energy into your head into your psyche your subconscious you will eventually start to have a positive outlook yourself but again this is why You want to not take in negative content because it will be counterintuitive to the change that you're trying to undergo. Okay. And number seven, what I want you to do is keep a daily journal of your thoughts for all 21 days. Now, folks, this sounds like a tall order and I know it does. Sounds like a lot, right? 
Well, you have to understand that change is difficult for this reason. It's because you got to remember if the way that you think or see something is based off of your beliefs. Well, you've been sitting with these beliefs for quite some time. But the powerful thing about these beliefs is that your beliefs are another word for your programming. That is why it's called television programming. This is why you want to be in control of your inner narrative. Your inner narrative is the programming, okay, by which you operate by. It is, for lack of a better term, your operating system. Now, sometimes our operating system works for us, and sometimes it works against us. If you do not want someone else controlling your narrative, controlling your beliefs, which is controlling your thoughts, controlling your actions, you're going to have to take a deep dive into questioning the content that you consume. Because the reality is this. We are all programmed and we are all going to continue to be programmed. However, the question is not if you will be programmed. The question is, how do you want to be programmed? And do you want your programming to benefit you? Or do you want your program to work against you or lead you? And just understand, when somebody else is controlling your narrative, they may not lead you to where you want to go. So this is how you take your power back. You take your power back by taking your mind back. And this is how we create a healthy mindset for change. And folks, this is a very powerful thing. And this is powerful for things way beyond business. And it's very interesting how when you take advantage of what I'm talking about here, it will really, really allow for you to see and discern things on a completely different level in time. You'll be able to see through the illusion of the narratives that they want you to believe. And you'll be able to pick and choose what narratives you think supports the beliefs that you want to reinforce. Now, I'd be totally remiss if I did not mention that I do actually have a phenomenal program for helping you to do this. It's called the Ultimate 21 Day Mental Reset. Now, that's actually a renowned program that's gotten rave reviews the testimonies that have come in for that program is awesome for what we're talking about. It's literally a 21-day program that actually walks you through what you need to do in terms of the routines and step-by-step to completely give yourself a paradigm shift in your thinking and give you a mental reset. Now, it's scientifically based and I put a lot of time into it. I've actually been running that program now for about uh, since 2016 and it's definitely worked very well. So for anyone that is interested in that, that's something that can definitely help you with everything that we talked about today in our show. Okay, so I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you guys got this one. Okay, I'm definitely going to have some show notes here and that's going to complete our show today. So, folks, take care. God bless. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.